Hello and welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. My name is Sean Davis Newton here as usual with the Cups and Cakes Network. And today uh, I'm, I'm really excited to finally share a conversation that I had with a five-piece country rock outfit from Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, it's the Denim Daddies. Uh, I talked to Rudiger and Rick in uh, my backyard on 118th Ave, smoking some cigarettes and having a drink. Uh, we talked about uh, country music characters, what kind of alcohol goes best with either coffee or tea, and uh, they even brought a demo off of a record that they're working on. Uh, the demo is called Gunslinger, and we uh, talked a whole bunch about that as well. Um, as usual, uh, this episode actually particularly has a lot of foul language in it, so uh, viewer beware. And you can find other episodes of this podcast, as well as other audio, video, and written content over on the Cups and Cakes website at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Here's the Denim Daddies. I'm Rodiger Metzen of the Denim Daddies. And I'm Rick Visser of the Denim Daddies. Cool. I, uh, I talked to you guys about this, obviously, like two seconds ago off mic, but this is the uh, first episode back after COVID hiatus. So we're going to be uh, trying out a new format, which means uh, rapid fire right off the top. Okay. Uh, let's, let's do it. Let's just jump right into it. We're also recording outside in the backyard, so you get all kinds of wonderful foley, like mm-hmm. that truck. There's yeah, we got a, a house ch- over that way that has like four dogs. Uh, we got a chopper in the back yeah. right now, it sounds <laughs> like. Django might bark at those dogs. <laughs> He'll show them. Then we got a s- someone singing too. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, there super musical. <laughs> um, right off the bat, then, uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee, thousand percent. Okay, it's nobody ever says tea. <laughs> no. I drink tea at work, I guess, if I have to. But I have a hard time with tea. It's just like flavored water that doesn't get me very far. <laughs> I'm too lazy to make tea. Oh, yeah. It used to always bother me with things where there's like, like hint of lime chips. Yeah. Where it's like, it just kind of like almost tastes like something. It just doesn't quite, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I guess coffee if you have Bailey's, tea if you have whiskey only. Mm. Well, you can do a whiskey coffee. Yeah. <laughs> they both go okay with alcohol, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it work if you need to, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, most surprising new uh, quarantine hobby? Um, Probably gardening, I'd say. That's what I've been into. I also got a puppy, so that's... I don't know if that's a hobby or now work, but between the two of those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say drinking 15 beers. <laughs> I used to only be able to drink eight, and now 15 is real easy. So. Yeah. Reach for the sky, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, cake or pie? Ooh, that's a tricky one. I'll say ice cream cake. I think carrot cake but if you're talking birthday cake then pie all the way good choice you know uh favorite pit stop on tour hmm. where do we pit stop would it be too cliche to say uh donut mill <laughs> my i think i've my, had a few people say you know, donut mill any <laughs> A&W anywhere yeah. in canada <laughs> I was going to say anywhere on Highway 2 whenever I really have to piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, uh, no, the Nanton Auditorium Bar. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> On the way one. home. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, sure. I've been trying to I've been trying to worm this question in for a while. Mm-hmm. Brexit or Wexit? <laughs> Bre- 
wax it or wax it? Neither. They're both stupid. They seem pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one because there's no good answer to that. But, oh, no. I just really wanted to use it. <laughs> if one had to happen, I'd say Brexit because I would not want to be a part of Waxit. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Having Kenny try and lead Alberta by himself. <laughs> what a joke we'd be. Uh, radio or podcasts? Hmm. I'm a big CKUA fan, but I don't know. I've been getting way more into podcasts. I would say I've listened to more podcasts lately, mm. but I wouldn't say I'm a podcast person mm-hmm. necessarily. <laughs> it's funny. I think, I mean, for me at least, the only reason I ever listen to the radio is because I'm in the car. And especially, I think, when we're at a point where like, I don't have anywhere to fucking go, mm-hmm. um, it becomes uh, less common to tune into the radio, I think. Yeah, I think radio um, in the city, podcasts like long trip mm-hmm. oh yeah do you guys do like uh like driving places for gigs do you like put a podcast on or is it pretty much always like music? <laughs> well we drive in a van that has like uh what do you say like no padding or anything so it's <laughs> so fucking loud i can swear right yeah yeah, yeah it's so <laughs> fucking loud in there and the windows have to be open because there's no ac the heat's usually stuck on in some way so Basically, we turn on whatever song we can somewhat decipher as loud as it can go. Yeah. <laughs> and shout over each you other. You usually have to play songs that you know and just sing along. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, it's just like the harshest, loudest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to have a tape deck in there. And I guess we would try and play Bruce Springsteen because I knew the songs when I drove. <laughs> or Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> a little bit of Dwight. Quarantine uh, theme song. For me, it's probably Physical by Dua Lipa. Okay, I don't know that. Oh, it's uh, it's like I don't know, every '80s fantasy come to life in one <laughs> pop song. Oh man, this is a tricky one. It, I feel like it switches a lot. Let's say just because it's so recent, uh, "Just" or "Walking in the Snow" by Run the Jewels. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> First car. 96 Dodge Caravan, teal blue. 2000 Kia Cephia, <laughs> white. <laughs> that is a real car. That's not a brand of Kia. <laughs> it is. Kia, or maybe it's Kia Cephia. Ce- oh, that makes way or, more sense. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Cephia, Cephia. It always threw the timing belt, but never broke down. <laughs> uh, weirdest job you've ever had. Weirdest or worst? Weirdest. Weirdest job. Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to put anyone on blast too hard with worst job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, I worked at a goose processing plant, like a huh. killing plant. Where? In uh, Toulon, Manitoba, where I grew up. Okay. And uh, I was 14, and they paid a dollar fifty more than minimum wage, so I was getting eight fifty <laughs> an hour. Yeah. And I felt like a G <laughs> until one day they made me <laughs> um, toss like scalded carcasses into that were now rotting into the back of a truck. <laughs> I think I puked several times that day. But yeah, it just got worse and worse there. I, there's a lot of horror stories I could go on. but Yeah, no kidding. I think that one takes the cake Is there like easily. a big <laughs> goose farming business in like Manitoba? Is that like a uh, There's a lot of like bird farming, I would say. Oh, 
we'll more get than into here, that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for me, oh, that's a tricky one. Maybe just weirdest because uh, how I got there was bartender at Have Mercy, because basically. I danced with the owner and she's like, hire this man <laughs> <laughs> to her partner. And he's like, we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> uh, favorite, uh, favorite local bite to eat. Ooh. Big fan of Pharaoh. I would say. Yeah. Pharaoh's pretty unbeatable. I, Pharaoh or Sepp's pizza, I think are my favorites right now. Where is Sepp's? Cause I, I've heard people talk about it, but I, I think like it's um, near the university, but I have no clue. I only order it. I'm not allowed to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, it's near the university there. Gotcha. I won't get into specifics. Yeah. I can't remember which streets those are, but <laughs> I would say for me, probably next act. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong with the next act. Literally everything on the menu is awesome. I feel like I've only ever eaten burgers at next act, but that's kind of like the thing. To yeah, get, totally. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, I've had some other stuff there just on a whim, and it was all really good. Mm-hmm. Like Donair. And big oh, nachos, yeah. big-ass nachos. Oh, yeah, there. the nachos are <laughs> one of my favorite things to get. It's like you need, like, four people to take them down. It's <laughs> <laughs> how nachos should be, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, <laughs> proper. Uh, if you could open for anybody, who would you guys open for? Oh. I'd say... If anyone, probably right now, obviously, Willie Nelson would be huge. More not-so-huge <laughs> act, Mike and the Moon Pies. I don't know them. They're out of Texas. Oh, They're okay. like a country rock band there. Cool. A lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be a lot of fun to open for Margot Price. Oh, yeah. Um, from Nashville. But I don't know if I could pick like an era. I would like love to open for John Prine in like the late seventies when oh, he yeah. was really rocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I changed my answer to Jason Aldean so we can beat him on stage the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> have his fans try and fight us afterwards. <laughs> They'd kick our ass. Yeah, they would win for sure. <laughs> uh, if you could uh, make fantasy like lineup, any band or artist uh, and give yourself a ticket to it uh, what would that show look like probably Waylon Jennings just him <laughs> in the 80s all Waylon all night yeah all Waylon all <laughs> night high on cocaine and pills <laughs> and I'm drunk as fuck in the front row <laughs> yeah oh that's a tough one yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the optimal party night you know like I'd start with, um, you know, like smoking a bowl and a cocktail and maybe I'd watch like Bad, Bad, Not Good, yeah. you know, and then, and then, you know, I don't know, I'd be feeling like maybe two-stepping or like dancing, so I don't know. Maybe just <laughs> 70s John Prine again. Yeah. And then I'd be feeling real good after that. So I'd want to like maybe mosh. So like every time I die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> after that, I'd drop some drugs. And then um, I don't know. I'd want to dance. So maybe right now I'd say Dua Lipa or like something like that. Yeah. 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 I applaud you for the detail on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I feel hell. like if I just said those four, people would be like, 
that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Has, has he ever put any thought into anything? <laughs> Does he even <laughs> like music? No. <laughs> uh, candy chips or chocolate? Candy chips or chocolate? Well, I got a sweet tooth, so candy. Skittles. Oh, yeah. Purple. <laughs> I fancy myself a chipman. Okay. Yeah. Very into chips lately. What flavor? I'm actually like a. I like regular chips, like plain, like sea salt from like Kettle Brand. <laughs> Lace okay, classic. okay. Uh, you know, salt and vin. Yeah. And then cheesies, if they count as chips. Like cheesies oh, yeah. reign supreme. Yeah, yeah. what's me. like what's like the the good cheesy brand? Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We all know. Yeah. I think you actually lose Canadian citizenship if you don't say Hawkins. Yeah, I didn't realize for a long time that th- those are from Manitoba, actually, right? Uh, Ontario. Ontario, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, uh, Belleville. Belleville, Ontario. <laughs> is there a <laughs> record that spurred your love of music? Hmm. I'll get real about it. It was, I think I was 10 or 11, and it was Blink-182, Anima of the State. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is amazing. I just love every song. That's yeah. got that's got I imagine a lot of people would say that record in response to this question. Like, totally. Like, I think so. And then I think maybe if you were like a little bit younger than me, you would probably say like Green Day American Idiot. Yeah, that's I know uh I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm twenty four, twenty I'm say I'm twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Um, <laughs> No, what I'm day not. is it? Is it my birthday? <laughs> uh, no, I'm 24, and I remember my brother is like a year older than I am. Like, it was like American Idiot, and that was like oh, a yeah. little record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say either London Calling by The Clash or Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John, because when we were going like family vacations, oh, my yeah. parents would play those all the time, and yeah. I love them. And what sophisticated tastes you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for my taste. <laughs> uh, very last question here, then, as part of the rapid fire. Uh, do you have any, like, uh, local bands or, uh, you know, other, other folks in music that you see around that you want to give a shout-out to, stuff that you really like? I'd say probably because they released a new single today, Bad Buddy. And they're oh, good yeah. friends of us. I'm buddies. I'm talking yeah. to them on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. There we go. If they don't say us, then put something yeah. else I'll, in there. I'll let them have it. Yeah, jeez. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hmm. Who else? I don't know. I love the Faps. I was listening to their episode oh, yeah. of this mm-hmm. on the way here. Oh. They're my good buds. I got to play a little bit of snare drum in their last song at... Uh, um, Winteruption. Oh, cool. Yeah, Got they it. just like destroyed their set, their stage, and just handed me a <laughs> snare drum, and I. Where did beat they it. play it? Were they at? They were at a uh, Deckel, yeah. Oh, okay. Downtown Edmonton Community League. Nice. Yeah, shit, I missed that. So yeah, shout out to my boys in the Faps. <laughs> that snare drum cameo speaks volumes. I know. <laughs> I'm just tinkle- tickled pink. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. Part two. I was gonna try to come up with like catchy names for these. Uh, if, I don't know if you guys have anything. The b- the breakdown of yeah. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just right off the bat, then you guys are five people. Um, I read somewhere on the internet around 2015 started out playing together. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, That's around 2015, I think we started to get a little more serious. Mm-hmm. We started as a three-piece with our buddy Danny. Oh, okay. Who has since moved on to Victoria. Gotcha. He's retired. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, probably around 2015, we got yeah. the rest of the boys in there. We went from three-piece to three-piece with our new drummer, Merv, and like basically road-tested him through the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Which was uh, quite the trip, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> and then came back and basically got Bo and Shooter in the mix. And that's where we're at. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of started the band more as a joke. We were like, <laughs> oh, we'll just play some country songs and learn to sing and yeah. mm-hmm. dink around. And then, yeah, we, s- we just got more and more into it. And then we released our first stuff in early 2018. So I'd yeah. say like 2017 is kind of when we actually started doing okay. it if that yeah yeah and then and then yeah and then danny left and then the rest is history mm-hmm. uh, did you guys all have kind of like a real background with country beforehand or was kind of starting the band an avenue to like get into that kind of stuff more yeah i would say probably the band got us more into it like i listened to it here and there um i was like a big ryan adams fan and he kind of wavers the line of country and rock and oh, yeah, yeah. folky stuff. I don't know if I should mention him anymore with uh, his past transgressions. Oh, I only loosely know. Yeah, but he's not a good man now, so that's yeah. kind of shitty. There's the disclaimer. Yeah. yeah, it happens, though, with people. Um, but yeah, basically, once we got into it, just kept diving deeper and deeper, I would say. Yeah, like, I, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of 90s country just because of where i grew up like 90s and early 2000s and but other than that the um getting more into like the 70s stuff like the waylon and the willie and like hank jr and johnny paycheck just like the outlaw the outlaw dudes kind of like schooling myself on that being like well if i'm gonna do this band i should probably right know what's (laughs) up and learn some songs so, yeah, it's kind of been more after we started it for me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think is the appeal about kind of like the outlaw country stuff specifically? Because it seems like most of the names you guys are dropping kind of veer in that direction. Totally. I think it's just because it's like away from the bullshit country that is pop country. Although back then, like pop country was a lot better than now. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely like, yeah, the side path. Right. To country, I'm more of a fan of. and I just like how punk rock they all were. Like, they've all, like, shot someone. And yeah. Just, like, are terrible people. They're all alcoholics and addicted yeah. to pills. And, like, just... <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting to hear about, because I just... I didn't really know anything about that scene. And it's... Right. There's a lot of correlations to, like... Yeah, other stuff that was going on at the time. Like, they were just... You know, they were playing country, but they were partying like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, forgive me if I don't, I don't have like a huge country knowledge or anything, but did that like, did that scene kind of go away for a little bit? Like it went out of fashion to some extent? I'd say so. Yeah. I think it definitely hit its peak. It kind of ended with like Steve Earle, I would almost say, mm-hmm. you know, like he kind of carried the torch through yeah. most of the eighties and then 
Yeah, because you kind of have yeah. like, and then you get like the shiny pop country of the '90s, but there's no right. there's no commercial success like from that like underbelly of like grittier artists, you know? Right. I think it that's maybe when alt country came around. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like maybe outlaw kind of died, and then you get like the you know like early '90s. You get um, I'm blanking on their name, Jayhawks, but what's their name Sunvolt. from? Yeah, uh, Blue Rodeo. Blue is what Rodeo. I'm of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of that. Yeah, that vein. Yeah, because 90s, yeah. I think, yeah, it goes like Outlaw, and then you have your singer-songwriters like Towns Van Zandt and Guy Clark and Steve Earle, and they're not really Outlaw. Yeah. But, like, on the fringe. Right. Yeah. Um. So when you guys... Because I, I... Like, do you guys play with other projects, other bands and stuff? I did. I've This has become my main focus now. Rick plays with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I play with Mario Buckley. Okay. And Vicia and uh, Jordan Norman when he plays. And a couple cover bands. <laughs> uh, so then I guess when you were going to write songs specifically for this band, uh, is there a thought of trying to figure out, like, okay, so um, what kind of things, I guess, do you need in a song for it to be earmarked as, like, uh, like country enough or denim daddy's enough or what or whatever you want to call it like is is there a real focus towards trying to find stuff that fits in that kind of niche genre wise not really at all Mm -hmm. we've been like kind of like worried lately our writing's just all over the map (laughs) (laughs) which is uh, we're having a lot of fun with it for sure we like everything we're making but it's just like is this really like what fits together on an album here because yeah we have a song right now that we're working on that sounds straight up like boys are back in town yeah <laughs> and th- but Sick. then we have something that straight up sounds like willie nelson you know right it's like we're kind of just going for it and just i think we might stick with maybe having smaller releases and just you know mm. these songs kind of go yeah. together there you go like mm-hmm. but uh we're definitely not limiting ourselves really at all yeah it's definitely like from the start of the band to now like when we started we were very in that vein well kind of i guess but not really like no. we had songs that didn't really fit country at all yeah i'd say like more neil youngy songs not that he's not like he can yeah. get in there but it's more like 70s kind of rock yeah and it's just like kind of going wherever like we've been or i've been working on kind of a song that's radio heady right. to a point not like super much like that but yeah we're kind of not really worrying about genres anymore which is nice because right i guess at a certain point too once you guys have been playing together long enough the songs just kind of sound mm. like you guys sound i, totally. I think yeah that's kind of we're not that's why we're not too worried about it like, for sure it's gonna be a process but basically if you put a pedal steel on it it's people will call it country <laughs> it doesn't really matter what <laughs> genre it is it's got pedal steel it's country well, well yeah even like i was re-listening to those two eps today mm-hmm. um and I know they didn't come out terribly far apart, but even between those two, it seems like there's like one sounds like one thing and one sounds like the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for that first one, I had made a note on a page that just said Big Star because one of those songs just sounds like Big Star to me. I don't oh, know if you guys nice. are familiar with that stuff at oh, all. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Love Big oh, yeah. Star. Oh, I wonder which song that was. Yeah. On the drinking one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first, whatever the... Oh, oh the first good. one. Yeah, beer taste. Yeah, I've oh. had that fucking hook in my head. Oh. Oh, nice. All day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that one, I don't know. I just I was listening to that. Yeah, fuck. This oh, sounds thanks. like that first Big Star record. I've been trying to work That's on awesome. a power pop song, like, Me in too. Big Star vein. Like, it's so fun, that kind of stuff. Like Yeah. And the thing is, like, everyone 
who plays with us is or in the band i guess is so like diverse in their tastes and their knowledge so like we can push things a lot like shooters like an insane jazz penis i, I was gonna say penis 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 jazz penis um, <laughs> he's got it going yeah but like he can go like that realm and then basically like right. we can all kind of jump wherever i, I was gonna say yeah because like i'm in music at McEwen, right so i know Bo and say well uh, shooter yeah <laughs> i never know like actually it's a good point to jump into this mm-hmm. what's what's the choice with the with the names like it's gotten out of hand yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have a list of probably 50 people with uh country names i guess <laughs> it's hard to remember them all but uh i don't know it's just fits a lot better <laughs> yeah it's a weird thing like a lot of bands are doing it and we didn't really realize it was like this thing but it kind of oh, okay. like, i feel like there's like something tied back to country where everybody yeah, yeah. had like a fake name mm-hmm. well it seems like kind of like buying into the premise to some kind some yeah degree, right? like it's kind of like character based music even in some way exactly right? totally. yeah, yeah it's fun to be like a character i guess yeah not that it's very <laughs> it's really it's just not it's really just a joke and now it's been like four or five years and it's just like <laughs> we're really struggling to keep with the joke but yeah. it's it is fun to think of new names and yeah mm-hmm. are there any particularly good stories as to where specific names have come from oh shooters is a good one yeah shooters is pretty good we usually just bounce them around like we gave shooter his name <laughs> and then we played new year's in rossland and he was handed a a cup of scotch from a great newfie guy named Rick. Yeah. And it was like a glass of scotch. <laughs> and Shooter thought it was a shot. And he, <laughs> he took the whole thing back. Yeah, like a 25-year scotch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does it one and he, you see his face and he's like not looking good after that. Yeah, <laughs> he was sleeping within 20 minutes after that. Ooh. But God, it made his... His nickname makes the most sense, and I think his is the one that sticks around the best. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I guess with the two EPs, then, um, w- did you guys record all that stuff at the same time, or was it as like two separate kind of? Yeah, it was all done at the same time um, at Sound Extractor there. Okay. Yeah, and we just kind of once we recorded them, we were like, oh, this like these fit together and these fit together, so we'll kind of keep them separate. Right. Which, like, I really like that idea because it... Yeah, it was great. We did eight songs. So we had Roadrunner. I don't know if you checked that one out. Yeah. That was, like, our first one. And then, and then yeah, and then those three and the other three kind of went together. <laughs> and then we had a cover. So it was just... Gotcha. It was a good way to fill up, like, a year of releases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, just especially with the way that people listen to music at this point, it's always way, way better to just put out kind of short things more regularly. Yeah, mm. I mean the the full length album. There's that's still the way the way a lot of like the funding is geared, right? Which is kind of why we're leaning towards trying to like do kind of like two full lengths right now. Of okay, of stuff or smaller releases. We don't know yet. Depends on if we get funding, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> so what was I saying? Um, yeah, it just worked out really well that we just did it that way. Yeah. The and two it, EPs. Yeah, and I would say it's definitely like a singles time in music right now. It's For like sure, put yeah. out the single, put out the single, and like have all this hype and then put out the album. Right. See how it does, but... Yeah, I know a couple of bands even that had done just like 
four EP or like sorry four single releases and then an EP at the end of it with like one new song or something mm-hmm. just as a way to kind of constantly push. Yeah, totally. Content, content, content. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a bummer. <laughs> it is. It really is. Well, yeah, it's very hard like to kind of keep keep going because like yeah, everyone's releasing new stuff all the time right. to keep relevant, I guess. Yeah, and then. I don't really like the whole thing where people are releasing full lengths, but they basically release an EP, an EP of the like the best songs before it. You know, they're right. like, "Here's one four months before we release it. Here's another one. Here's yeah. another one." And then right. you've heard four out of nine tracks, and it's kind of like an underwhelming release. Hey, get up! No. <laughs> hey, come here. Yeah, it's. It is very strange, like, doing that. or And, like, it's also weird kind of, I guess, with Spotify, because that's what I listen right. to mainly, how it's released. Like, each song is its own EP with every other song, like, single that's been released. It, right. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, just because you end up with, like, ten listings for tracks that are just all on one record. Oh, totally. Uh, have you guys talked about, then, like, how to kind of cope with like like covid functionally but just how to kind of work like through that in a way that feels like productive still um yeah i think like the biggest thing right now is writing writing as much as we can getting as much material ready maybe yeah it'll be two full lengths maybe it'll be a full length and uh, <laughs> a couple EPs. <laughs> no, it's definitely writing right now and then working on our live show to, to make sure we're, like, when it comes back, we're ready to go with that because right. it's going to be a while, which sucks, but you yeah. can definitely spend this time working towards it. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely found a little a nice little groove. It took me a while. Like, at the start, I was just lost in this um, massive amount of time and just watching like the worst TV. Mm-hmm. I watched two seasons of uh, Brett Michaels' Rock of Love. <laughs> <laughs> Gave you some inspiration. Oh, yeah. I'm that's sure you remember you, every single that's episode. That's how you rock <laughs> out. That's how you rock out. But I've actually like, since then, I've, you know, I, I get like a solid three or four hours a day where I'm like really focused on like learning new musical skills. Right. Whereas I feel like I was so busy before this all started. I was just like trucking, right? You know, playing with everyone, or like you know, writing one song, but never like really digging into it or anything. So right. It's definitely a nice, so like, good. nice reset, I would say, <laughs> of uh, like just everything, kind of getting back to, I don't know, not the start, but you know, yeah, like, just resetting the band to a point and figuring out what we want to do, and definitely, yeah. It's nice in that sense. I also like have a very supportive family, so they're always like, "How many new songs have you written? Let's hear some new stuff." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, like it's it's all coming. Like yeah. it'll be there. It's not just yeah, yeah. out in a second. You'll <laughs> hear it on the album." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just the last kind of thing, I guess, before we actually talk about a, a bit more like that record specifically and the, the song that we're going to talk about. Um, I always find it interesting, um, and particularly right now, like there's kind of a renaissance of, of country 
um, mm-hmm. in these kind of small artsy prairie scenes, like uh, not even prairie necessarily, but stuff like Orville Peck or you guys mm-hmm. or uh, Bobby Tenderloin universe. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is the appeal of playing that kind of music coming from here? So I think there's like a strong I, connection from prairies to country for some reason. I think what it is is country has always been a r- very fun thing, but not a, maybe not a very inclusive thing. Actually, definitely not a super sure. inclusive thing. And I think it's it's uh, a diverse group of voices like coming together and like showing a new set of minds. Like, hey, for this sure. is like what's fun about country, and we want to do it with you, like right. with everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's kind of where it's coming yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, like <clears throat> after we play a show, one of the biggest like comments we get is like, "Oh, I don't like country, but I like you guys." <laughs> Not that I would say we're like a hundred percent country or anything, yeah, yeah. but like it's got such a bad taste in people's mouths and especially now like with yeah any big act it's like oh my god they suck they all suck and they're bad yeah i think what yeah like um modern country has gotten so bad maybe (laughs) that people like thought it was impossible to like country but people are coming through with like a bit more honest of music and everyone's eating it up you know like for sure yeah i guess too i mean a lot of the kind of pop country that is also like bad uh, has a certain association with kind of right wingy elements that are not necessarily the most like inclusive or such things. Totally. Mm. Well, and it's become to a point where it's such a formula. Like, like we'll put on like we'll just put on a country station and be like, oh, here comes like the pre chorus. Yeah. yeah, here comes truck. Here comes like <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah. Here's the key change. Boom, we're done. <laughs> and it's funny because we write about all those things, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's oh, yeah. not as formulaic. <laughs> or I don't know. It's just like it can be done well, you know. Nice. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, let's uh, then move on to uh, kind of the third and final section of this thing. Uh, yeah, sent me a tune called Gunslinger, right? Yeah. Nice. I got the title right and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, right off the bat, uh, you want to tell me a bit about, I guess, the song and uh, the record that one day it will spring forth from? Yeah. So um, basically, Bo came to us with this song. Like, I think it was just me and you, right, Rick? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was when he was living with me. So you were just over one day, maybe? No, I think I was still living there. We all used to live Did together. Did we all live there? Yeah. Oh, okay. We oh, all yeah, used I to guess, live in the same house. I guess you would have been there. Basically, he had this song and brought it to us, and it was, like, really good. I just kind of slightly changed the lyrics, and we're like, this is <laughs> quite a banging song. And then, like, after playing it, like, we probably played it for half a year. I don't know. It's hard. Time is hard with COVID. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know where we What are. is a year? Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, we had been playing it for a while. And like, once COVID happened, I was like, this is like a good, good story that he wrote. How can we like expand it more? So like, now that's what the album will kind of be is based on that song. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Is it is it pretty normal for... Um, because I guess the impression I've gotten thus far is that you two kind of write a, the bulk of the material. Um, is it pretty common for the other guys to kind of pitch tunes? 
Um, yeah, well, with Bo, he, um, plays in another country band named Twig. So he, he writes a lot for them, which is like, uh, basically why he doesn't pitch as much, I guess. Not that like we're, we love his songs. Yeah. He wrote the, he wrote most of the words for that one and like all the guitars Mm -hmm. and, but I think also it's been like with covid it's like we were just starting to like start really working on new songs and right. see how much everyone could contribute and then it was like just kidding everyone <laughs> sit in your room by yourself mm-hmm. so i think there will be more collaboration especially with Bo, for sure uh but yeah for now most of us or both of us write most of it mm-hmm. and i think that's just like comes out of like we started the band together yeah. so we just do that but like we're super open to everything and like basically like we write i don't know the core of the song but like the band takes it like so many more places than we would go with it and it's always interesting to have five opinions come in on one song yeah it's definitely a group process on uh the arranging of songs Mm -hmm. yeah we'll fight about like two beats or two bars (laughs) or like a solo section for like ever (laughs) until we all agree about it and it'll just be like okay well let's try it where we do two extra beats okay (laughs) oh you didn't like that okay let's try it where there's two less beats yeah 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 pretty i i've had written down here too the end of that song has a fucking great like jam on it Mm -hmm. uh it's fun to see that kind of stuff because I think um, as somebody who plays in a band, you can hear that and be like, oh, yeah, this was just like a bunch of people in a room together and they were like, is it time for like a fucking jam at the end of this? Yeah. And totally. it's great. Um, uh, I have here too, um, we were talking about Outlaw Country and like playing characters before and this song I think particularly is like really, really from that kind mm-hmm. of point of view. Like it is like a, a character song totally yeah. um what what makes like a, a good like country character not even country necessarily but like what makes a good character for a tune for you guys hmm. i would say for me one of the biggest things i like and like i've and like i've just kind of come to realize it more recent is like i like flawed characters that aren't perfect you know right i always find those very interesting like in movies or books or tv like the flawed ones that come out in the end are very interesting to me and i really like that yeah i think he pretty much nailed it i don't i don't think i really know what mm-hmm. like makes a good character yeah. mm-hmm. i think i write most or a lot of my stuff from personal experience or like basically personal experience i haven't done too much character writing it's kind of yeah, a bigger yeah. thing i get mm-hmm. you so uh yeah i guess you nailed it yeah <laughs> <laughs> although i guess too i mean even just the idea of like i don't know like somebody like whalen jennings as a person i feel like part of the appeal there is that he's like real fucking character um in that like some flaws mm-hmm. uh yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> some serious pill problems ones, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I yeah, I'm a big fan of that style of character where it's not like, oh, here's your hero, here's your villain, because like, there's not like in life, no one's really a hero, no one's really a, well, 
there are some super villains out there, I will <laughs> say, but like could name a few. Yeah. Um, could name a few running countries, but um yeah. I don't think there's a whole <laughs> I like that I can say that and we all know who I'm talking about. Yep. It's like oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that uh orange uh orange haired man <laughs> from the south. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I really it's fun to get into characters and like same with Rick, like I used to write a lot more where it was more personal experiences and like those are good songs to write for sure but it's it's nice to get into somebody that's not you i guess totally Mm -hmm. well uh actually i guess before we kind of wrap things up um uh what do you guys know about i guess the collection of songs that comes next oh what do we like whether it is ep or record or i think there's gonna be a it's hard to say because we have this master plan to record a duets album with a bunch of different Albertan artists yeah that's really cool Um, and we'd really like to do that and we want that one to be really fun and like humorous kind of like the drinking EP Um, but we're just trying to get funding for that and we've failed so far (laughs) (laughs) well we we won once with oh yeah we did actually EAC thank you Edmonton Arts Council they have <laughs> like helped us start the project but oh nice it kind of got on the back burner because of um, COVID yeah. yeah the world because yeah. of the world <laughs> yeah we we're supposed to start recording in April and it's like well yeah. this isn't happening yeah. let's uh, just <laughs> relax for now yeah. yeah I think there's gonna be like basically a collection of like gritty alt country tunes and yeah. then a collection of like pretty happy fun more traditional country stuff that's just a bit more silly cool and some really out there rock and roll (laughs) yeah and then then some big star 70s shit yeah yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sprinkled in between both of them probably (laughs) perfect well that uh pretty much gets us to the end oh my god thank you sean dogs thank you barking dog (laughs) thank you dog Uh, so yeah, we're going to play a gunslinger here. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming by. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks Cups and Cakes.
amount of prairies hands of a brute Son of a bitch who was quick with a fist on the bottom of a boot. Stranger staggered in, I took his life in my hands. Down into the dirt went the body of my man. When salvation strikes from an unlikely I'm the sheriff of this town, toughest one around, like sold to justify. I once gave my heart to a woman as blue as a bruise around her eye. She was sheltering a felon, flushed with pain. Inside the Artist Studio is produced by Sean Davis Newton for the Cups and Cakes Network. The featured track Gunslinger is played with permission from the Denim Daddies. Thanks to Laundry Week for the use of their song Nothing on My Mind from the Grimpy EP as our intro and outro music. 
Inside the Artist Studio is one of the many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening.